Well, thank you to uh, Katie and Wayne who have done what we have asked, which is to get their birthdays in ahead of time. Because uh, often we get uh, requests for, hey, it's my birthday today, which right. sometimes it's a little late for that. But, um, <laughs> We've anyway. already done our show prep. Yeah, uh, they've gotten them in and they will get their proper birthday shout outs on their proper days, which is coming up here. So we encourage you to do the same. How do you do that? Well, you just text us when your birthday is in advance of it, mm-hmm. preferably a couple of days. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four is the phone number to do so. You can email it. You can do a bunch of different ways, but uh, text seems to be the easiest. Or make a direct phone call. We'll pick up right here in the studio. All right. Having given the ground rules, let's now get to news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, a new fuel source has been right under our feet this entire time. Yeah. Scientists aren't talking about oil. Northwestern University researchers have made a revolutionary advancement in sustainable energy by developing a novel fuel cell powered entirely by microbes in dirt. Hmm. The soil-powered technology could revolutionize how we manage and monitor uh, agricultural environments and unlike batteries that uh, contain hazardous uh, substances, the soil-based fuel uh, is harmless and sustainable. I know. So a new survey found 40% of drivers are unable to recognize that low tire pressure warning symbol on the car's dashboard. Most of them I don't even know. I just wish it would say like low tire pressure. I don't know if I'd say that out loud if I were you. (laughs) Why why can't it just say what it is? Well, because it's a picture of what it is. And if you look at it, it's a a deflated tire with treads and an exclamation mark mark in it. But that doesn't look... I looked it up. I'm like, that does not look like a tire. It's the cross section of a tire that's deflated with the little treads on the bottom yeah, and it's a little know. balloon Meh. shape on the bottom. It looks like what a balloon. Mad. That's what it, it looks like. Look like a ti- it, it looks like a tire Meh. that's deflated. Well, I'm not the only one. A lot of us are uh, like, oh, just put on what well, it is. get to know what they are. <laughs> so are you ready to take a trip down memory lane? Sure. Atari is. The iconic video game company is teaming up with two Emmy winning producers for a documentary series. What makes this documentary even more exciting is it's being told by the people who, they, who started it. Yeah. Who lived Okay. First-hand accounts of individuals who were there during Atari's rise to fame. Mm. It's tentatively titled Game Changers, the story of Atari, but we don't have a release date oh, okay. yet. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Welcome in, everybody. Here it is, 18 days into this new year. There are 348 days left in it. And how are those resolutions going? <laughs> Who's got birthdays? next year's, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Not the ones I've already heard. Who's got birthdays? Well, right at the very top, he had a few hits, uh, which I remember. You don't know any of them. And he also had a uh, variety show where he demonstrated some of his puppeteering skills. Bobby Goldsboro is now 83 years old. Brett Hudson, speaking of shows, he and his brothers had an amazing Saturday morning show with the Hudson Brothers. Hmm. Uh, he's now 71 years old. Was that like the Craft Brother or Croft Brothers or whatever? Oh, Sid Marty Croft? Was it one of those kind of shows? No, but it was a it was a you know it was a uh, Saturday morning variety show that was wacky and crazy and oh. Rod Hole and his emu and a whole bunch of stuff. Anyway, who sang uh, Boogie Oogie Oogie? Well, the band Taste of Honey did, but the woman whose voice is on that song, Janice Marie Johnson, turned 70 years old. Kevin Costner is 69. Mark Rylance is 64. Comedian David Tell turns 59. Dave Bautista from the Marvel films is now 55. I just saw him in Stuber. Yeah. That's a exactly. funny movie. That's him. Jesse L. Martin's 55. And Jason Siegel is 44 years old. It happened on this date in history, 1964. Plans for the World Trade Center were revealed. Uh, in 1993, for the first time, MLK holiday was observed in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. 
1996, <laughs> I love this story. Every year comes up. Australian scientists who have claimed to have contacted life on other planets stumbled across the real source of the signals. A microwave? It was a microwave in their was kitchen. It? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've discovered life! No, it's actually just a microwave in the kitchen. And your popcorn's done. And uh, there are the geniuses running it? Okay. <laughs> In uh, 2018, the first drone rescue of swimmers was used in Australia. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Yeah. Special events for today. Maintenance day is today. Gourmet coffee day. Peking duck day. Thesaurus day. And, oh, bother, Winnie the Pooh day is today. Oh, Winnie. And I actually talked uh, to uh, the guy who does the voice for Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. And uh, I said, hey, can you just do a little? He's like, no, I'm not really supposed to. Oh, okay. All right. I not, oh, so it's in case someone records him doing well, it and yeah, then using you know, it for ChatGPT. Exa- well, you know, it's interesting because now that Winnie, po- Winnie the Pooh is in the public domain. Right. You can him and Mickey Mouse, do man. a lot of stuff. Sure with, can. Yeah. All right. Anyway, if it's your birthday, why don't you tell us what it is, preferably a couple of days in advance like Wayne and Katie did, and we'll get your birthday on. 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. Well, we certainly all heard of one-hit wonders. Oh, yeah. And in fact, some of the greatest songs are one-hit wonders. But uh, I'm going to give you a quiz about one-hit wonders right okay. now. But speaking of the number one, you will only have one second to identify <gasps> these one-hit wonder songs. Really? That's it. One second, but they're so identical. You should know. I should know a lot of, the- of things. So, when <laughs> are, is, are you, you new? That right. Wow. <laughs> you should know. You should know how to, the, the low pressure I, I, tire gauge ca- on your I, dashboard no. looks like. Nobody knows those symbols oh, and what they stop. mean. You should. Uh, anyway, let's play one second of these songs. Kay. Tell me what song it is. Come on, that's so easy. just the song, right? Not the, um, the afternoon delight. I don't know. I don't remember the name of the band. Starland Vocal Band. Okay. How do you not remember them? They they had their own okay. s- show too. You um, know how I know that song? How from Anchorman? From Anchorman. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> not from the radio that's been on for forty something years. Okay. How about this song? Oh, uh, 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 Dolby. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird, not weird science. Uh, blinded me by science. <laughs> she blinded me with science, yes. Uh, these are all different decades, so it could be anywhere. Okay. How about this one? Mm-hmm. That's Shania Twain? No. I don't know. 1995 is when this was all over the charts. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I don't think so. Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks? You did the oh. Swedish remix of Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, that's the Swedish remix? But that oh, was well, a hit. No. It was a hit. It's the Swedish oh remix. Oh, my gosh. Okay, how about this? That's it. Every sporting event when your team is it winning is? at the very end of the... Oh, oh no. na na hey, hey, exactly. goodbye. Exactly, by Steam. Two more. Oh, that's the surfing, the, the surfing one. The Is that Wipeout? That's Wipeout. Exactly, by the Surfaris. Finally, this one. Oh, yeah, that sounds really familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not Stone Temple Pilots. That's, no, uh, not Stone that's, Temple uh, Pilots. Mm-hmm. It's in my head. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Yeah, I don't remember the name. Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. That's not a one-hit wonder. Hey. Ashley and Brad. Expanding your vocabulary with a brand new word each and every day here on the Ashley and Brad Show is what we do. 
If you've missed these words, then by all means, go check them out on our website, which is Ashley Brad Radio. You'll see the link for the words of the day at the top and discover all that we have uncovered thus far. Today's, I think, is perhaps the newest edition. This is a word from the 21st century. Ooh, a new one. English. It is a noun. Spelling should not be that difficult. Gen X. No. Gen Z. No. <laughs> it is egg corn. Egg corn. Egg corn. Yeah. Egg corn. Egg corn. Is this a portmanteau kind of word? Uh, I don't know. E G G C O R N. I don't is know. Exactly correct. Yeah, it's not too difficult. What does that word mean? Egg corn is a word or phrase that results from a mishearing or misinterpretation of another. An element of the original being substituted for one that sounds very similar or identical. That's a big way of saying intensive purposes instead of intense, intense and purposes. purposes. That's what an egg corn is. And I how thought did those it... were called something else. Well, okay, we're going to get to this. Did you say acorn? No, I said egg corn. That's what a group of linguists came up with to name the phenomenon of mishearing and repeating a word or phrase so often that the wrong version becomes commonly used. Intensive purposes, like I just said, is an example. But egg- that does just because it's commonly used doesn't mean it's it's correct. Oh no, of course it doesn't. But that that's well, most people use it still though. Huh? Egg corns don't usually appear in a dictionary, so they're more similar to slang. So it's just stuff in our vernacular. It, exact front front in center. <laughs> front in center. It's not front. It's front, front and, and center, center. Right. Describing a placement. I mean, there's so when people call it. The Pacific Ocean instead of the Pacific Ocean. Is that? Okay. Now, in in music, these are known as mondegreens. That's the word I was looking right, for. That's music, though. Different thing. Uh, these are just in language. Those are misheard lyrics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. Exactly. Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks, John B. You're getting in touch with the Ashley and Brad show on our text line, 888-922-7234. He writes, hello there, Ashley, and hey to you, Brad. How are you doing? You see what he did there? He uh, he gets annoyed sometimes when people ask him uh, if that's just a means to start the conversation because he will go into great depth on how he's doing, how he's doing well, about how he's feeling and how he got that way. If and you then, ask somebody, they might just tell you. That's right, and then they'll just say, "Oh, I I I thought I was just being polite <laughs> and starting a conversation." He so goes, then, "Well, then you shouldn't ask. Then don't ask that exactly. question." So that's how John B <laughs> handles it. He'll tell you exactly how he feels. Anyway, thanks for getting in touch. You can too. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. We're doing fine, by the way. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. I have a little sciatica pain, though, and I could use a pedicure. Listen, as long as you're asking, you asked. I didn't ask at all. <laughs> so Costco is cracking down on non-members using somebody else's membership by, by implementing some stricter measures. First of all, at uh, self-checkout now, you're going to have to have your membership card and a photo ID. Additionally, they're also testing out a new system where members have to scan their cards at the store entrance instead of showing it to the employees. Agreed. So, yeah, well, you know what? Don't be using somebody else's card. You're not supposed to. So three years after Uber bought Drizzly for $1.1 billion, they're shutting it down. They said, listen, we don't need to pay to have this delivered. People need to go out and get their own. So, yeah, yeah, I'd never heard of Drizzly. Really? No. 
Oh, no. okay. You they must said be using it a lot, apparently. They'll stay in operation until the end of March. Mm. I, maybe I was that single-handedly exactly. keeping it. I don't know. You were the only one. <laughs> well, the comedy adventure series, The Completely Made-Up Adventures of Dick Turbin, is coming to Apple TV+. Plus Starting March 1st, it follows Noel Fielding, who plays Dick Turpin, a man who sets out on a journey of wildly absurd escapades when he's made the reluctant leader of a band of outlaws. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Well, it's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Thanks for uh, checking in and tuning in with us. And uh, there are some perks that come with this job. There in are? fact, oh yeah, like uh, Wink Martindale will tell us. Caller <laughs> nine wins foghead tickets. Foghead tickets. How many times have we gone to concerts because we work at a radio station? Well, that's true. And when was only, the last time you ever bought a, a, a CD? I have only gone to concerts because of radio stations. <laughs> and most of my music has been purloined from some of the finest right. radio stations in this country. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there's some perks to working at this job. How well, about you? Well, so it's funny because a girlfriend of mine is a receptionist and... She said they, they kind of have like these seasonal time, like a couple times a year, they'll get really, really busy. Yeah. And the rest of the time, she's like, I just, all they want me to do is just be a body there in case somebody comes in, which they okay. rarely do or whatever. Right. And I said, so what's like some of the benefits? Do you get bored? And she's like, no. She's like, I can watch TV. I can watch YouTube. I can be just doing, as long as she's just sh- sitting there. As long as she's physically there. Wow. And I was like, wow. She's like, because companies will fire a lot of people yeah. for being shopping online right. and what all the other stuff. She gets to. And she's like, it doesn't matter. She's like, except for those times when it is busy and we do have to work. She's like, other than that. Are they taking applications? To- <laughs> I was like, wow. So hmm. she's like, don't you have benefits like that? I'm like, not really. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get to work with Brad if you consider that. Like, I would consider that a benefit. Of, yeah, of it course. is a benefit. <laughs> Better consider that. Yes. But what about you guys? Uh-huh. 888-922-7234. Is there something that you get to do and think, this is pretty amazing? Ashley and Brad. Well, you know what? I am sick and tired of waking up at O Dark 30 reporting to the general, so it's time for you. It is? Yeah. Get out of the rack and get dressed. It is time for you to roll out and report to the general for general trivia. Fall okay. in, cadet. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask you some general trivia questions. Some? Here. Yeah. Oh, see if you can oh. get any of these. Okay. I'll start with an easy one. What's the smallest country in the world? Monaco. No. Good guess. No. Vatican City. Oh, Vatican yeah. City. I did know that. It is its own. I actually country. did. I forgot. Uh, this one I find so interesting. Job interviews. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh We've certainly heard some horror stories from <laughs> some of the younger generation going on these job interviews. This has now been reported that one in five employers, that's 20% of employers, mm-hmm. have had a Gen Zer show up to an interview with this. Don't tell me in pajamas or something like that. What are, what are Gen Zers showing up to a job interview according to 20% of employers? Their parents? <laughs> Absolutely are you, correct. Are you kidding? They bring a parent with them. You mean for the, just for the interview? To the interview. That is correct. So perhaps really? mom or dad can help them can help in answer the those hard questions. parts about what's your greatest asset that you would wow. bring to this job? Where do you see yourself in five years? I don't know. Mom, mom I don't know. Where do you see me in five I'm years? I'm going to scroll through social media. Why don't you answer that form? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Wow. Ashley and Brad. 
scouring the globe to bring you interesting tidbits of information and factoids each and every day. That's the Ashley and Brad show in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, we're trying to bring you uh, some interesting stuff like uh, in- inventions around the world. Yeah. You were just mentioning some off the air that's like, why aren't these here? I know. And the first one right off the bat, um, I, I've said before, and it's not a secret that I prefer home field advantage when using the restroom. Well, yeah. Well, because, so, you know. That's just because the one thing I cannot tolerate uh-huh. is a quiet bathroom. <laughs> when a you got to go in there. A giant cavernous bathroom <laughs> where you walk in and there's no there's no speakers, you know there's no noise. Say, exactly. I just So it's funny not my favorite. because in Japan they actually have these it's like a little it's like a little panel with several different buttons and volume. <laughs> Sound so you could panel. but like music, you could turn that on and you know that's it's Hold helpful. please. Turn that up a I'm little bit. I'm conducting business over here. <laughs> Hang on. You know what? It would kind of be nice. It's it's a courtesy. Okay. Um, in Norway, this is interesting. Uh, when they sell meat in the grocery store, they have yeah. these little um, measures that tell you how many days are left before it goes bad. Okay. So, really interesting. Well, your nose usually tells you that. But sometimes it doesn't. And you okay. maybe you're a couple of days past that. This I love in Warsaw. Mm. Uh, they have, you know, like the bike lanes where they'll have like, yes. you know, well, next to the bike lane, there's another little lane. And it's specifically for people who are uh, on a sidewalk trying to get somewhere, but they're just on their phone the whole time. So you don't get stuck behind these slow walkers on their phone the whole time. Wow. Brilliant. So they're between Brilliant. bikes and pedestrians. Right. Okay. So someone's probably going to run you over, but well, that's your, exactly. you're on your phone. Right. Uh, in Moscow, mm-hmm. the entire light pole uh, lights up for traffic. So it's either the yeah. whole thing is yeah. green or the whole I, thing I've is I've seen red. versions of that. That is a good That's a good one. really cool. Yeah. We just have one little light. That's amazing. I know. I yeah. know. And then we wonder what the accident is. Okay. They say in Finland, and we had something similar. There was a restaurant in, in Oklahoma City that I used to go to. And it, when you needed the, the server to come by, uh-huh. you could raise this little flag. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then people mm-hmm. would, the, would know. They have this little device that sits there and you just twist it and it turns a different color if you need more water oh. or something else. Otherwise, you know, it's like the churrascarias. You put the thing, the red light, right. and the green light for more meat. And exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Japan, you know the little hand cart you go in when uh, when you're shopping. Yeah. Sometimes there isn't a person around that will ask you if you need help, and then conversely, sometimes there are people that are can I can I help you find anything? Yeah. What are you looking for today? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. They have different color ones. So the pink one means I need assistance. The black one means I'm, I got this. You don't okay. have to come and bother me. Wow. In an elevator in the UK and you've collapsed for some reason, mm-hmm. you may not be able to reach the, the call for help button. Their call for help button's on the very bottom. So okay. if you've collapsed, same thing in Belgium. I've fallen and I can't get right. Up. It's on the floor. Same thing okay. in Belgium in their train bathrooms. <laughs> They're on the floor in case you fall. Okay, that's brilliant. Yeah. You want to see the full list of these? Go to BuzzFeed and check out these inventions. Ashley and Brad. If I were to say to you, Ashley, here on the Ashley and Brad show, this is me, Brad, talking on mm. the Ashley and Brad show. Yeah, it's Ashley and Brad, by the way. <laughs> Ashley and Brad. Show. If I were to ask you, what is it on your dashboard? Uh-huh. And this, I'm using my wife's phrase here. If there is something on your da- dashboard that looks like a helicopter, would you know what that is? Probably not. <laughs> Those symbols, I don't know why they just don't say, hey, you're, you're, you need fuel or you need, yeah. you know, oil. 
Yeah, well, it's a it's a joke that she and I have had that uh, she first told me. She goes, I don't know what it is, but there's a little helicopter on the dashboard. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's the check engine light, you it see. It does look like a helicopter. Because <laughs> the air filter on top was what made Is that look, what that is? It's a, yeah. Who knew the, that? Well, the old days. Nobody. That's where the okay. Anyway. Yeah. The point is, you should know these icons on your dashboard. Not that you would know how to change your own tire <laughs> if it went out, but... There's but at news. least you know. Yeah, there's news about it right now. The Roundup with Ashley Page. But first, a new fuel source has been right under our feet this whole time, and scientists aren't talking about oil. Northwestern University researchers have made a revolutionary advancement in sustainable energy by developing a novel fuel cell powered entirely by microbes in dirt. Wow. The soil power technology could revolutionize how we manage and monitor things like agricultural environments and unlike batteries that contain hazardous substances this is a way to uh, harness energy that is sustainable and harmless okay. it's pretty cool hmm. so i'm not the only one and neither is your wife a survey found that 40 percent of drivers aren't able to recognize a lot of the uh, the symbols specifically that low tire pressure on the dashboard i just don't know why they don't just say hey your tire's running low It's like, what is that symbol? Because you can't fit all the words on there. It doesn't look like a tire, though. It looks exactly like the cross section of a tire. There's treads on the bottom. The the deflated, Uh, it's a little low on it. It's weird. It's weird. Get to know your icons. (laughs) So White Lotus Season 3 has added another five actors to its cast. A couple of those will be Walter Coggins and Patrick Schwarzenegger. They joined previously announced new cast members, Leslie Bibb, Michelle Monaghan, and Parker Posey, among many, many others. The show is to start production in and around Thailand next month. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. That name sounds very (laughs) familiar to me. How did he get that job? And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Let's talk about your bucket list here on the Ashley and Brad Show. Here, 18 days into this new year, lots of people start off by saying, I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to save more money. There's a bunch of things you start off with the greatest of intentions. And we know that by now those resolutions are kind of out the window. As of uh, yesterday, but... <laughs> officially, that was the end resolutions day. But all right, stick to them if you're still doing them. That's right. great. And if you'd like to find some peace, yeah. you can add some things onto your bucket list for this year. Yeah, the bucket list. Well, I don't know. I've never once thought of creating a bucket really? list. Really? I just, I don't know. Oh, there's a lot of places. I want to see yeah. the Northern Lights. Yeah. I, w- I want to see those the, those blue marble caves in Patagonia. Okay. I just would love to do that. But they said there's other things you can do, All right. uh, like like bird watching. It's something you can do locally, every every community, okay. even if you travel, If as long as you got your binoculars. Yeah. They said sleep retreats are in. So sleep go- retreats? Retreats. Yes. Okay. A three-day, high-tech, just s- solely designed for you to well, relax well, and Where rest. do you go for these, is my question. Like a wellness spa. Okay. Or maybe a very nice high-end hotel. Yeah, that's going to be a little pricey, I it think. It can be. Yeah. There, you know, it can be. Hmm. You want to learn how to surf, but you don't live near an ocean, or you live near an ocean and you don't want to be near sharks? Okay. Dry land surfing. They've got these, like, wave pool things sure. that are specifically just made for surfing, and you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about any creepy crawler creatures. Okay. And speaking of naps, 
I don't know that I would want to pay money to fall asleep at a Cirque du Soleil show, but they said there is a new one, a new Cirque show that is so calming mm. that it will actually possibly put you to sleep. Wow. I know. So go pay money to sleep in a theater. Okay. I can do that with the movies. I, I think I do, do that, that on every that sleep retreat. I do that all the time. Ashley and Brad. Game time here on the Ashley and Brad Show. You can play along with this. Shout out your answers alongside of us. But this is the game that tests us on how well we think alike because it's called Think in Sync, where these cards have these fill in the blanks. And on the imaginary third beep, you and I are supposed to answer in unison. All right, let's see how well we do today. Let's start with our first one. For example, a powdered drink. Nesquik. Mm. Oh. Under the game category, mm. a word game. Scrabble. Oh. I said Bananagrams because you said how much you love that game. I, and I love Scrabble, too, and I was almost going to say Bananagram. Oh. But I thought I'd go to the granddaddy of them all. <laughs> oh, okay. How about a uh, name a newspaper? New the, York Post. Oh, you didn't come I was going to say anything. the Washington Post, okay. but I but didn't, didn't at the time. So. Okay. A picnic main course. Sandwiches. Oh. oh. No thinking in sinks so far. How about another word for old? Ancient. Ancient. Oh. <gasps> nice. Finally. A Japanese car brand. Toyota. Honda. Oh. How about uh, fill in the blank? United blank. States. States, please. Famous women, Jennifer Blank. Aniston. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ashley and Brad. Well, let's do talk about those resolutions here on the 18th day of this new year. Some people are still doing those resolutions. And for them, yeah. we say congratulations. Stick to it. Keep going. Mm-hmm. The rest of everybody is just kind of... Uh, Fallen by the wayside and given up on them. Well, you have a better chance if you start small. If you do oh, just sure. like a little change, right. then you Be- can get used to it. You can say, yeah, I want to lose weight, but you have to have a very definitive roadmap on right. how to do that. What are you going to cut out? Right. How much are you going to work out? Are you going to include the gym or drink so, more water or do other things? It's funny you say that because the question is, what kind of small things are you starting to do that's actually making you happier? And so one of the things I started doing just a couple of you know weeks ago is at least paying attention, at least noticing the amount of sugar. <laughs> Where before I just didn't even, it wasn't even a thought. <laughs> you notice it all going in. And now I'm like, okay, how many teaspoons or grams or whatever of sugar does this okay. have or that okay. have? Baby That's steps. huge. Yeah. That's huge. Okay. And have you noticed how many grams are in some of the things you're eating? A lot more than yes, I thought. Exactly. A lot more than I thought. Right. Now, for me, diet-wise, there was a time, I don't know, years ago, but I said, I'm going to cut out fried food. Just okay. start there. Just but no that's f- a lot of people's you're, diets. Okay. It sure is. And at the time, I was eating more than I should. And I was like, you know what? No more fried food. Did you notice? Did you realize it at the time? Oh, my gosh. This is half that, my diet. Well. Or whatever. I wasn't eating, like, fried chicken or that kind of stuff. It was just, like. Chips. Chips are fried. Well, that's true because so, you don't think about them being fried. Well, you because... cut those out. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, a big portion yeah. of what I was eating. This person said slowing down at work. Just taking a little extra okay. time. Not responding to every email right away. Do, you know, wow. just making sure things people are up to date. respond to every email? Some wow. people do. And wow. they said just prioritizing. 
Okay. Oh, this one you'll agree with wholeheartedly. Deleted all of social media. Oh, That's tough. There we go. <laughs> That's a hard one. That's a good one. Uh, this person said not drinking during the week, only on the weekends. <laughs> Okay. That's a big step for some people. Yeah. In fact, that's a big 12 step for some people. <laughs> that is. Uh-huh. Uh, wiping my counters and putting away all of the dishes at night, no matter how tired I am. Yeah. So they don't wake up to a dirty, filthy yeah. kitchen. We try to do that, but that's, yeah. I try to. 100% mm. of the time. Mm. And then this one. I love this one. I think I might try this too. Giving myself a little grace not, and realizing not everything is my fault. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of nice. You can do it for yourself. I won't, but yes. Ashley and Brad. Let's give love to the podcast. It's our show in portable form. You can listen to it whenever your time frame allows. And there's an archive of these shows going back almost a year, depending on who the provider is. But um, some people can listen to these from years ago. the very beginning. Ago. Long time ago. But uh, find podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. Search for the Ashley and Brad Show. It'll mm-hmm. pop up, and like we said, it's off free. you go. It's free. John B. listens to it. Lots of other people listen to the podcast. Pat, when she's on her inversion table, listens to us. <laughs> anyway, the podcast is out there. Enjoy. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, Costco is cracking down on non-members that use somebody else's membership. They're going to start doing some pretty strict measures. The retail giant now is going to be requiring its self-checkout for you to present both your membership and your photo ID. Hmm. Additionally, they're testing a new system where instead of showing the your card to the employee as you walk in, you'll scan it at the entrance. Wow. So, there you go. Okay. So, according to homebuyer.com, ranking the most affordable cities to live in in the United oh, States. Let's hear. Gary, Indiana, number three. Gary, Indiana, Gary, <laughs> Indiana, Gary, Indiana. Okay. Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> really? Yep. Well, and, well mm, listen. Okay. And Macon, Georgia, number uh, one. Wow. It'll cost you about 1800 bucks a month to live there. So if you are ready to take a trip down memory lane, so is Atari. The iconic video game company that has shaped the industry as we know it is teaming up with two Emmy award-winning producers for a documentary series. They say what makes this documentary uh, really exciting is it's being told by the people who lived it. First-hand accounts from people who were there during Atari's rise to fame. It's tentatively called Game Changers, the story of Atari. No release date has been I'm going to play some actual sound effects from Pong. This, the first video game. This is all we got. And we'd sat for hours <laughs> playing Pong with just two paddles for and, hours. And that was all the sound effects. No, that, nothing fancy schmancy. Nope, no. No. That fancy schmancy wasn't invented yet. Exactly. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. It's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Let's talk about artificial intelligence. There was a presentation done not too long ago that you and I were a part of. Yes. Somebody was lecturing uh, the folks on artificial intelligence and demonstrating some uses of it. And he said, is there anybody in the crowd who's maybe, you know, a little little afraid of it, afraid of uh, artificial intelligence or cautious? Nobody raised their hand. You were the one in the back of the room. You were like, Uh, why is nobody? But even he, the present presenter was like, I'm going to raise my hand because There's a lot of things I'm unsure about with artificial intelligence. But there are some things in the workplace I would think that it could kind of help. At least Business Insider said there are a few things that you could do. Like, say you want to apply for a new job or you would like to ask for a raise and you may not have the word. Like, you don't, you're not sure how to phrase it. Okay. You can ask ChatGPT, hey, how, how can I yeah. uh, gently nudge this conversation? Okay. And it'll give you some ways. Sure. No, I used it for coding. Okay. I said I need some code hints. 
for uh, doing some uh, layout design. Well, it's it funny did. you said that because it said turning it into a coding assistant. And I That's remember right. you did that. But yeah. then there was another time you did it and you're like, this is all wrong. It well, sent you down a rabbit hole it, because, that was... Yes. The thing with ChatGPT is you have to be very specific. Right. Because if you're general at all... It will throw a general equation your way, your way, which is not applicable. So you have to okay. keep refining it more and more and more and more. So for coding, I guess so you got to be, it's maybe you gotta, different you kind of a thing. you got to babysit it is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, which that's the whole point is that you're not supposed to. You're supposed to put it in and walk right. away. Because like for this, it says, and I think I could probably use this a little bit more, scheduling tasks, planning, time management, keeping you on tasks for certain <laughs> things. I, yeah, I think, I think you could. Kind of helpful. You have to, to even know where your calendar is on your phone I first. Know. I did. I So I, I did. <laughs> I got a couple of things. I know, I'm learning. Baby steps. Baby steps. Ashley and Brad. This is how you know that a a slogan has done its job. Sing along with me. And I'm not even going to tell you what it is, but you'll immediately jump in. Okay. Mm Mm-mm, good. Good. Mm Mm-mm, good. That's what Kempel's soup are. Mm Mm Mm-mm, good. Yeah, so the slogan's been around, what, 100 years or something like that? Because sometimes if it's working, don't change it. Well, that's exactly that. So you could do that with Oscar Mayer. There's a hundred things that people know. But uh, when it comes to this time of year, soups, America's favorite thing to consume when it's cold. Well, I love soup even when it's not freezing cold. But when it's cold, it just tastes better. Yeah. So, so good. But what do you think is January, obviously, National Soup Month for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. But uh, if you are just cold and you think, oh, I want a big bowl of soup, what do you think? America's favorite soup is what's your favorite uh, soup? I would well, I'll start with America's. I think America's is chicken noodle. I think that's the go-to standard for all soups. That's second place. Really? And I was shocked really? too because I re- I would have thought 100% chicken noodle. Second place. I know. Uh so mine would be a vegetable soup. Uh but then uh, but like I, a minestrone? Yeah. But okay. then just on a, I think like a good split pea. I love a good split pea soup. Mm. Um, My mother loved that. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, I like that. I like um, that. But I, I can't imagine it's a chowder. Well, so it's interesting because those cream of whatever soups, yeah. they are, they're popular. They're on the list. Um, my favorite is creamy tomato soup. Yeah. I don't like to make it with water. I make I like to make it with, right. you know, milk and a little heavy cream. Sure. Super, super good. Number one, though. Yeah. Broccoli cheddar. What? I was shocked. What? In 49 states it came out, by the way, the top broccoli pick. Broccoli cheddar? I know. In Over my life, chicken. I've never had broccoli cheddar soup. You haven't? Not, well, not out of a can, no. Well, I, where else are you going to well, get it I'm from? Like a homemade version, but I... No. No. Oh, I, I, I like broccoli because and Because every time I see it in the I store, do. I'm like, ooh, broccoli in a can. It's, it's good. Ugh. I mean, like, I, I get it at, you know, a restaurant that has a lot of soups. Wow. And I'll, I've got... you. I do like broccoli cheddar. America, but, I am shocked. But That's not your number favorite. one. No. And uh, over tomato? Uh, well, above chicken noodle. Come on. Wow. Ashley and Brad. Fun fact time with us, Ashley and Brad. And like I said earlier... I gave a phone call to the gentleman who does the voice of Winnie the Pooh and asked him for a little something. He was like, well, you know, my employer doesn't really like me to do this. Not allowed to. You don't want ChatGPT to come in and (laughs) take that over. Exactly. I could create a fake one, but anyway, I sort of have the original. (gasps) Oh, I wonder if fake Winnie the Pooh could tell people how to listen. Oh, I'm sure it could. Anyway, today is Winnie the Pooh Day. Yes. Yes. And I mean, who did not grow? For me, it was all about... 
Paddington Bear and Winnie the Pooh growing up. Okay. Those were my two. I just yeah. love them. And the original was created, I didn't realize this, 1926. Yeah. That's been a long time ago. Sure. Which is why it, it, he's entered the public domain. Right. Because he's been around been, for a long time. Right, right, right. So A.A. A. Milne, who created this honey-loving bear, yeah. was born. And you can actually go visit the Hundred Acre Woods. You can visit all that stuff because he was inspired by all of that where he grew up. Yeah. And then he had a son, and his son's name was Christopher Robin. Does mm-hmm. that sound familiar? Sure does. Well, there you go. And Christopher Robin had a bunch of toys growing up by the name of Eeyore and Piglet and Tigger and Rue. That's where all those stuffed animals yep. came from was because it was from Christopher Robin. And if you do have the time or the budget, we talked about bucket list traveling for yeah. 2024. Yeah. You can actually, there's an area of Southeast England that helped inspire all this. You can go check all of that wow. out. Isn't that awesome? Deep in the hundred acre wood. Ashley and Brad.